Hello, dedicated DJS listeners, this is Joey, the newest addition to drinks, jokes, and storytelling. You can now watch Joel, Mark, and Richie bust balls, tell jokes, and shoot the shit live every week on YouTube and Facebook. That's right, we're coming for all your senses. Sight, sound, and next will be smell. Follow our Facebook page, Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling, and subscribe to Soul Joel TV on YouTube to see us live every Wednesday. We'll see you there, and don't forget, the first one's on us. Do it again. Of all the gin joints in all the towns in all the world. You're listening to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. A martini, shaken, not stirred. Don't try and church it up, son. You can't handle the truth. I am big. The picture that got small. Your first one's on us. It's Joel here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. I'm your host, Mark Rigadama. With me as always. Richie Byrne. And your playing, producer, Soul Joel. And playing Richie Byrne, Soul Joel. <laughs> can I can I just say something? Yeah. Uh, I, you remember I blocked my post so nothing comes up? Yeah. Yeah, it didn't work. Didn't work. Joel just posted something. <laughs> so we're gonna have the same problems. Oh boy. Here we go. So I put uh, too much disturb. I don't understand this. It's all good, man. But it's just because you're permanently disturbed, man. Man, it's dark, huh? I'm dark, huh? My you, right? got the, you got the zombie look going on. So I like it. You're gonna I, grant us a wish. Did somebody say wish? <laughs> so, uh, so how um, are you, boys? I'm good. I I actually had to make a run to the store. I felt like uh, the movie I Am Legend. I like ran out to my car. <laughs> I squirted sanitizer behind me so the vampires couldn't find me. And uh, I saw somebody was broke down on the side of the road, and I just started laughing. You're gonna end up dead, buddy. You're dead. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen again. Do you guys see what I did there? Burned out on Vimeo. Yeah. Do you I know like that it. I I only today realized that I could write whatever I want in there? Did you just think it was random that mine kept having weird yeah. shit? I kept thinking <laughs> I kept thinking, why does Joey change marks every day? I gotta ask him to change mine. <laughs> <laughs> the call is coming from in it's a user error. It's a user error. <laughs> so um, Joel, how was your day? Dude, you guys know how gullible I am. And sometimes the biggest inside joke is comics messing with me. Yeah. I woke up this morning to Sergio Chacon, who was supposed to headline Soul Joel Saturday. Obviously, just like anybody else, the club is shut down. And he goes, I'm excited about this Saturday, Pa. Can't wait to see you. And I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry, but we're still going to be shut down for another two weeks. He goes, I'll be there early around 7 p.m. Maybe there'll be food. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I couldn't tell. He was messing with me. And he's like, yeah, man, we got to keep our spirits high. We'll be back strong. He was just doing it just to well, give me a good ribbing. That's funny because yesterday, Gene Truffolo wrote me and he said that April 1st, the show on April, in April is canceled. 
and and he wrote me and Mike Keegan and uh, whoever I forget who. Oh, Cal Cagno, and and I wrote why what why did they cancel? And he writes, well, you know, we're probably going to still be quarantined. And I go, dude, I'm joking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. The uh, <laughs> I, uh, I I actually I baked a cake with the kids today. We made Angie a birthday cake. So oh, when's was, her birthday? Uh, uh, her birthday was actually on the fifteenth. But everything got uh, screwed up because that was right when everything went crazy. Right. So we've kind of held off. So uh, we cooked, we baked it, we put uh, the icing on it. And we're going to have it tonight after dinner. Joel's about to post. I'm scared. I can tell Joel's going to post. Joel's going to post. Here goes the camera. So anyhow, um, let's get right to it. What are you drinking, yeah. fellas? A couple of things. Yeah, let's talk about the drink. Then I got a couple of things to talk about. Go ahead, Joel. Cabernet. Oh, really? Really? Nice. What's that about, Pop? It's Wednesday. He's <laughs> off the wagon. It's hump day. Joel and we got Tom Cotter. I'm off the wagon. <laughs> what about you? What about you, Mark? Well, vodka soda, buddy. Vodka soda. I went a little different tonight. I got a little sweet oh, wow. tooth. There's two things to this drink. Number one, it's um Lil Bailey's Irish cream. Ooh. Ooh. But this, this is a very special glass, and I'll tell you why. Um, this glass was, I got this glass as a gift at the wedding of Jimmy Cano and Jenna. Aww. Jimmy and Jenna. And for those of you who know, Jimmy has been in the hospital battling double pneumonia, and he wrote on Facebook today, he wrote to thank everybody for their prayers. He's doing a lot better. He was in really bad shape, and he's doing a lot better, so we're so happy. Keep praying, but thank God Jimmy's doing a lot better. Here's to Jimmy and Jenna. Yes. Cheers. Love you, Jimmy. Hopefully he's watching. He's got nothing else to do. Yeah, nobody has nothing else to do. Really? Really? <laughs> so, um, uh, what are you up to, Rich? What's happening? Well, I... I saw that video. I sent it to you guys. I don't know. Do you want to do it when Tom comes out? Or do you want to do it now? They, you know, they're doing the PSAs about yes. stay home, and um, and Michael Rappaport. I, Joel, I'm going to kill you, Joel. I'm going to kill you, Joel. He just posted. <laughs> Why isn't this being blocked? <laughs> Why can't I figure out anything on a phone or a computer? Why is life so hard for me? Richie's turning purple. Cheers. I can't take it anymore. Make it like a high, make it a high knee hoe, Richie. I'm so behind in the world that I'm rooting for the Spanish flu at this point. Oh, no. I'd rather, so anyway, um, so Michael Rappaport put out, he did he wouldn't do a PSA. And, uh, and he met, he put out his own. And I sent it to you guys, and Joey has some of it. Do you want to do that now, or you want to wait for Tom Cotter? Bring on, bring on Tom, and then bring let's, on the video. Let's bring okay. on Tom and go straight to the video. All right. So well, it, introduce him, Mark. All right. This guy, uh, I, I mean, this guy's one of my favorites. He's been around for a very long time. Very special. Very special guest. Very special guest. He's, I, 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 
you know him from America's Got Talent. You know him from Comedy yeah. Central. Uh, he's been on the late night circuit. He's done some uh, stuff. He's a fellow friar. Yeah, fellow friar with Richie Byrne. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Connors in the house. Um, the friars, Richie? The friars still exist right now? I don't know. <laughs> They're the number one target. Boom, boom, I boom, boom. They I don't know if they exist. The rest of us. I will tell you the accounting department still works, Tom, because they're still cashing my checks. Yeah, I still got the, the bill coming in. <laughs> I overheard you talking about Jimmy and his double pneumonia. Very yes. sad, but I'm glad he's pulling through. And if ever there was a time that I could beat him in a wrestling match, I think it's right now. So I may go to the hospital. <laughs> you know, Jimmy, Jimmy and Jenna nominated me for the Friars. Oh, did they really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Really? So Are you still I, I, to recover? <laughs> We'll be fine. We'll be fine. We hope. You know, we hope. I'll be fine. Everything's going to be fine. Damn right. And and the Kennedy Center is getting $25 million for some reason. I heard that. Yeah. yeah, that's ridiculous. But anyway, so did you hear about this PSA that Michael Rappaport put out? I did not, but I'd love to see it. Let's get that out of the way, and then we'll talk to Tom. Yo, what up, what up, what up? I know I need a fucking haircut. I'm not even brushing my hair. I'm taking showers. Um, yo, we're going to start seeing PSAs, public service announcements from celebrities, actors, musicians today. I was actually asked to do one um, where they say, please stay inside. I'm so-and-so. Please stay inside. I, 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 I'm not doing it. I'm not, I'm not asking please. I'm telling motherfuckers, stay your little punk, dirty, shit-stained ass inside parents go outside grab your fucking kids by the neck if you have sons <laughs> grab your daughters by the fucking the little wedgie the little fucking the panty area and drag them the fuck inside all right motherfuckers still don't want to listen and people are like please come inside get your kids okay go get your fucking kids wherever they are they're not going to hang with their friend now you need to get on some tough old school 1930s shit <laughs> okay, parents, be responsible for your fucking kids, all right? Like, please stay inside, you guys. You don't understand. Fuck all that. Get your little dirty, fucking grubby, selfish, YOLO, fucking dumb YOLO! YOLO! in the fucking house. Parents, get your fucking kids. Remember that old PSA back in the 70s? It's 9 a.m. Do you know where your kids are? This shit's 24-7. Yeah, it was, fucking kids. It was 9 p.m., Michael. Don't okay. ask. Don't be nice. Like, where are you, Jeff? Donna, <laughs> uh, Tracy, what, what are you guys doing? They're out giving motherfuckers diseases and catching diseases. It's <laughs> nice guy shit. It's done. Get your fucking kids in the fucking house. I know they're fucking annoying. If you see my kids in the outside, okay? If you see my sons outside, drop kick them in the fucking neck. I'm giving you permission. He, if anybody he said neck, by the way. Hanging out, <laughs> gathering social gathering. You could tell him, your father said, uh, uh, we can kick you in the fucking neck. Get your fucking kids in the fucking house. Stop asking questions. Those spoiled little shits. You can't be nice to these little motherfuckers anymore. You're going to see these PSAs. I'm not doing it. My PSA is get your fucking ass in the house, you little selfish motherfucker, you. This is a public service <laughs> announcement. <laughs> All right. Number All right, well, one, before we say anything, 
That would have been what? so much more effective if he was not outside when he recorded it. Yeah, that's true. That's a great point, Mark. Tom, Tom, the floor is yours. Your thoughts? I, I you know, I, I think I got the point. I, he's <laughs> in the house. He said it a thousand times. He gave permission to drop kick his sons in the neck. Yeah, I believe it's a felony. And uh, he accused of all, all, all of us of having filthy, disgusting children. Guilty as charged. I can't speak for <laughs> my kids are clearly grubby. So I'm, I'm with it. I like that. Straight to the point. Yes, so, it was. It was great. Is it, is it because he's a New Yorker? Like all outside is off, or is that everywhere? Like we should not be going outside anywhere. Specifically New York, but I think everywhere. Yeah. Now you know he does stand up now. Which is true. God bless him, but come on. <laughs> but I I have to admit, I had when I heard he was doing stand-up, and he said, Caroline's, I'm like, oh, God, another actor. Now I want to go see him. <laughs> I, for the freak show, I mean, I'd love to see it just to see what it is, but it's yeah. stage time for you and I. That's what's killing that's, me. Yes, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I... And the thing is, is and I, it was a line, I, was it yours, Richie, in the boom? Every asshole with a YouTube account thinks they're a comedian now? Uh, it was, no, it was, uh, it was the lead. Uh, oh, DJ's character. Jesus. But everybody with a Twitter thinks they're a stand-up now. Like, if you can get people to come in, nobody cares about the funny part. It's so annoying. And, right. it, we're, and we have with us... The uh, person who gets to a punchline faster than anyone I've ever met in my life. It's definitely not me. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> man, I have ADD. Don't mock my affliction. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, – this has only happened once I've ever seen this. Uh, this is a true a compliment to you, Tom. I was in the back of the room. It was me, you – and I think it was it was Dina Blizzard's show, but she was hosting. You were headlining, and I was the feature. But it was like at her college. Yeah, Rowan, um, Rowan University. Yes. Yeah. You were crushing so hard. I saw people get up, walk out, and I'm sitting there thinking, like, people are walking out of this? Like, he's crushing. Two old guys went out in the hallway and said, I got to catch my breath. I, I I'm, I'm having pains from laughing too hard. I was no, like, that, was, that, that is the coolest they thing corona. I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> they were, I've never seen an audience member have to leave the room because they thought they were going to have a heart attack from laughing so hard. Well, they're dead now. They're dead now. I literally get <laughs> killed. Yeah. <laughs> you now, it goes up in flames. Yes, a, few fans. a few months ago, Tom and I were on a show together at the Friars. And, um, and you were going last. And I think they put me first. I can't remember what the show was. And I remember we were all like kind of freaking out about the show. And, and I went up and did my time. And when I came off, Tom was standing in the back. And he goes, I so want to be you right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know that feeling where you know it's going to be a tough night? Yeah. And, and, you know, and that's the worst when you're waiting to get out there. It's just the worst. And there's no money. We do those for free. I know. we don't, but, but you went up and you killed. So but it didn't matter. We were done. And now I had to sit through four more comics to yes. wait for me to take my right. So, of course, right. I, well, I want to be you anyway, Richie. But on that night in particular. <laughs> you win. You know what? We, we did not talk about Tom's drink of choice. 
Oh, yeah. Tom, what is your favorite thing to drink? Um, it's uh, uh, Wuhan bat juice. It's very good. I'm not going to lie to you guys. It's uh, Wendy's. I got a Wendy's uh, large diet Coke. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice. There you go. Did you know uh, McDonald was arrested? Fuck <laughs> a quarter pounder and Wendy's hot and juicy. There's the first joke, everybody. Boom! 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 We were just gonna ask for a joke. We got one. Mm. Oh Jesus! Uh, so Tom, what's what's your take <laughs> on street jokes? Uh, like uh, we have mixed feelings from comedians. Some people love them. Some people hate them. Uh, I don't mind them. I just, uh, you know, there are there are some guys mentioning the friars again, Richie. Um, some friars that that go up and just do street jokes. And yeah, that's they do. You know, and, and that's and they don't say this is a street joke. They right. yeah. it off as if they wrote. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes right. the old friars got will will fight each other because someone's doing right. the street joke that they normally do. Well, you're fighting over right. someone else's joke. Right. <laughs> That's annoying. But when we're sitting around, we do uh, the Friars does cigar and a joke night. We do those. Richie's done them. I've done them. Yeah. You've probably done them, Mark. You know, where you just uh, you smoke cigars and you tell street jokes. And yeah. that's a fun, fun night. So, yeah, yeah. street jokes. I like Jackie the Joke Man. He doesn't make bones. He tells you that he got them out of books or whatever. But he's really good at delivering them. And I say, God bless him. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's nothing worse than when a comic goes, so me and two other Jews walked into a bar. Yeah. <laughs> I smell something fishy there. Yeah. <laughs> what, now, uh, who, what's your favorite joke that uh, you remember as a kid that made you want to go into comedy? Because you have a very specific style. Uh, yeah, but I, I don't, you know, well, I'm from Rhode Island, as your producer is, by the way. We figured that out today. Um, right. Yeah. So, uh, when I was a kid, there's two towns in Rhode Island. One is Cumberland. That's where the Fairley brothers are from, from, you know, mm -hmm. about Mary. Yeah. And uh, then another one's called Woonsocket, which is a very French Canadian uh, area. And the first joke I remember hearing as a kid was they're merging Woonsocket and Cumberland together and they're going to call it Come Suck It. And I thought as a kid, that was genius. I thought that was funny <laughs> in my life as I was a kid. And it was a Rhode Island joke. But then, uh, uh, <laughs> clean, the clean version is um, two peanuts are walking down the street. One of them was assaulted. I like it. It's quick. You're in, you're out. Um, and then the second one, not so clean, is a little kid's in a bathtub with his mother, and he points between her legs, and he says, Mommy, what's that? And the mother gets all flustered, and she doesn't know how to respond. She says, uh, well, honey, that's uh, – that's mommy's hatchet wound. And the little kid says, nice shot right in the cunt. I'm being assaulted by a plant right here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Corona, buddy. It's got uh, When did this happen? I'm doing I'm doing my version of little shop here. Tom, obviously. Wow. Wow, Richie, you are being attacked. Someone call 911. <laughs> hang on, hang on a minute. Now, this is the happiest part of my day is watching Richie fucking bumble around. <laughs> He's being attacked by a ficus, and it's fake. In two years from now, your nickname's going to be Magoo. <laughs> <laughs> now, Tom, I got a question for you. Um, 
600. We, always, we always ask people, um, you know, after a show, do people always want to ask you a question? And because of your style, after you were on America's Got Talent, um, do people do it more so after a show? Do they want to tell you even more jokes? Well, a lot of guys want to tell you jokes and, uh, you know, these guys can attest. It's always a joke you've heard and they butcher it and it's horrible, but you got to sit there and smile because mm -hmm. they paid money to come out and see you. They put an ass in a seat. So you have to take the beating and you have to smile. <laughs> and go, oh yeah. Never heard that before and never done so, so well. Uh, <laughs> but you know, yeah, people tell you jokes all the time when they follow you into the bathroom is when it gets disturbing. <laughs> I literally have had a guy follow me into the bathroom. I'm in the stall. So clearly I'm dropping a deuce. You know, I want privacy. And he's telling me a joke through the, the closed door of the bathroom stall. And you're trying to be polite, but at the same time, you're like, dude, and this is before Corona. Fuck the, you know, so right, 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 right. And, yeah. and, and it's like, you know, it's bad enough when you're at a urinal, but when you're on the John and someone's trying to talk to you and carry on a conversation, you're like, can we wait 10 minutes till I'm out of here? That's the noise. Were you sitting on the toilet and he was right outside the door? Right outside the door. Yeah. The talking, just, you know, carrying on a conversation. Just talking to the door, not even. Yeah. And I shouldn't have been worried. I should have said, let's continue this in five minutes when I'm done wiping. But I just sat there and took it like a jackass because I didn't know what to do. I, you know, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> now you. You were on the first season of America's Got Talent. No, seven. Season seven. Oh, why do you think you were on the first? Uh, it was the first one you knew about, Rich. <laughs> it, it has nothing to do with the fact that he was getting assaulted by a plant. His phone dropped four times. Nothing to do with any of that. I've done, Tom, as you can tell, I've done much research on you before you came on. I got it. I was on season two of Last Time Standing. Uh, the show where my wife went further than I did. And I, oh. I hear about that at least once a week. That comes up. All <laughs> really? really? When, yeah. when she want to dab you? Yeah. When she says I went further than you, you should say not on stage. <laughs> she, uh, so, she like jabbed me a little bit, but that was season two. That was the year that Dat fan uh, was, was the winner. I believe. Oh, oh. I remember seeing going to Comedy Central was shooting a bunch of their half hour specials. Yeah. And and Dat was on it. And they invited him at mine the same time. Yeah. He well, was wait, that's where I'm going. Yeah, I'm sorry. Dad invited me audience for two specials. Right. Yeah. I was there. Dad invited me to come. And I went to the show and he was really nervous because he really didn't have a lot of experience, if no. you remember. Yeah. And he, he did his half hour, and I remember turning and going, oh, he did good. He, he did pretty good. He did okay. He, did, he got through. And the next act was Tom Cotter. And it was like night and day. Like Tom went out and just lit the room up for 30 oh, minutes. And I remember going, thank God Dad didn't have to follow that, man. I will say this though, Dad did. You remember his set? He had a giant desk, and he was sitting under the yes. desk, and they built this giant set for him. Right. And he kept screwing up the joke because they said you couldn't mention a product name, and he kept saying Delta Airlines. He kept yes. every time he did it because he had done it so many times before. He just couldn't get over that. So, <laughs> kept, so they literally filmed that scene three that joke three times, and each yep. time the audience gave him a bigger response 
to the last in the last you know so i was like dad just keep doing it man you'll crush if you do it 10 times <laughs> you know, that's how good the, the audience was was they were so well trained and they knew that it was being taped so they could do whatever they want i actually was sitting with al deshawn ah yeah who, who was that i don't know now al you and al were like the the gang i would always see you guys running around together i love yeah that. we're we're both rhode islanders so we uh we wow. kind of started at the same time and there aren't that many comics out of rhode island so i love al uh he's taking a beating like we are because right now he's one of the golden boys on cruise ships and oh, as you, know, you know first of all they told them you when you get off a ship you have to quarantine for 14 days before you can get back on another ship where these guys were hopping from ship to ship to ship right. the bank. Now they had to go home for 14 days and sit in their own apartment, then go back out and join a ship. And then shortly thereafter, they just said, well, fuck that. There's no more cruises. So yeah. they're all we're all taking a beating, but he's, he's taking a particular beating and I feel bad for him. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I always look forward. So he has an immune system that's a little weakened. So, you know, he lied right now by spitting on him. We should do that. <laughs> <laughs> Here's to Al. To Al, everybody. Yeah. Cheers. Uh, Rich, I, Richie, Richie Byrne and I went to the same college, Wagner. Uh, I was talking to one of the alumni the other day. His son is a, a theater. Uh, he, you know, he, he is in uh, plays, and he's on a cruise ship that comes out of Taiwan. They've gone on 10 straight uh, cruises by themselves, just the crew, with because no one has the virus. Without any passengers, so they're just cruising around the sea by themselves, getting paid. Yeah, wow. you're right because he's on the ship; he's getting paid. Michelle Ballin, we all know Michelle. Is yeah, doing the same thing. She's stuck on a ship, and she's you know, oh, really? Because she has to wear the same clothes all the time. But I'm like, you are <laughs> the only one getting paid right now. The rest, right. of the yeah. God bless. You have someone cleaning your room. You have someone feeding you three square meals a day plus snacks. Stop drinking, <laughs> and you also. You're, you know, you're in a bikini half the time. You're sitting out right. by the pool. So right. count your blessings is what I'm telling these people. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Strange times, man. Yeah. yeah. So so you, you said earlier, I mean, obviously we all know that, that your uh, wife's a comic also. Does that make it tough or uh, do, do people always do that ribbing uh, to compare you to your wife? It is tough. Um, my vagina is a little more supple than hers. <laughs> I can I can attest to that. Richie, no. Richie, we always knew you were a lesbian. I've uh -huh. seen them both. Seen them both. You know what? It's uh, it you know, we we always prided ourselves on being because Al Ducharme and Bernadette, uh, Rich Vaughn yeah. and Bonnie, there aren't that many married comedy couples, and we are yep. one of them, and we've always worn that as a badge of honor. But right now. It's not good because <laughs> are married to civilians who have a 401k and a dental plan and everything. We don't have that. And now we have zero income until I just oh, have yeah. on me at the end of June. So I don't know how long this thing's going to go, but my April is naked. My May is naked. And now my June is getting washed up. And, uh, you know, I, it's it's kind of a scary time because we're yeah. we throw away enough acorns. So we'll see what happens. Well, I I was lucky because I had nothing in April or May anyway. So. <laughs> Richie hasn't erased the date. My manager sucks. <laughs> brutal. I mean, it's just we're we're taking. You know, everyone keeps bitching about the restaurant industry, which we're kind of part of. 
but they're not mentioning us in particular. We're really, yeah. really I don't know well, another field that's going to take it worse than entertainers. I really don't because no one, you can't assemble an audience. You just can't do well, it. Right they're talking about doing a gig bill. I don't know if you heard about this. And I'm like, where they, they give entertainers money, they're calling it a gig bill. Oh, uh, dude, I, I actually remember that. Schumer actually mentioned it this morning in a speech. Chuck. That, that, yeah, yeah. Not Amy. Chuck. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> somewhere after, you know, all the crap that the Senate's putting up with somewhere in there, we may get a gig bill out of that. That's well, they're running the Kennedy Center, but that's not really helping us, is it? I know. It's just ridiculous, bro. It's, ri it's ridiculous. It's yeah. really scary. Um, Weird time. Well, I would. I said this already on the show, and I hate to repeat myself. Not this show, but another show. But I think I was the first person in New York to get laid off because of the coronavirus. Because oh, I got laid. Right. I got laid off from Doctor Oz. Yeah. On March 10th or something like that, and the next day, like two days later, that's when the shit really hit the fan, and everybody started to, you know, uh, stay home from work and do all. But if I was like the first person to get laid off. That I, th I think from the coronavirus. Mayor Tom because it is a doctor show, and it would be right. bad if he was assembling people to get the virus. You're right. It's, uh, yeah, I feel bad for you, audience guys, because you can't. You know, there's no audience to warm up. You no, can't do it. no. So, no. Yeah. yeah, we're all. But yeah, yeah they're gonna have to do now. something for comedy to the masses the best way we can through cyberspace. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, this could change a lot of things, Tom. You I know the. You know, the fact that I'm even on here is an amazing. <laughs> if you had told me six weeks ago that I'd be doing this, I would have told you there's no goddamn way I could have figured. I can't figure this out. Well, speaking of figuring this out, uh, Mike Keegan just said, I never realized how much Richie blinks. Jesus. All right. Can I just say ah. something about that piece of shit? I go, what's up? <laughs> All right. He, no, he, he shouldn't. Let, let me let me tell you about Typhoid Mary over there. Um, I did I did his podcast on Thursday night, right? So Tom, here's what happened. I I go into work at Oz, and it turns out that somebody from the show was diagnosed with with the coronavirus. Staff or audience member. Hold on. Hang on. Hang on. Tom, Tom, great question. Back to you, Richie. Blue Richie sacks up. It was staff. But and I didn't really have any I really didn't have any contact much with the guy, but I thought, okay, 14 days. Today is day 14 since I've been there. So I'm like, all right, I'm in the clear. I'm in the clear. So Thursday night I went over and did Keegan's podcast. He and and I call Keegan today to talk about unemployment. And what and, and he goes, I go, how you doing, man? He goes, ah, nah, you know, I got this double pneumonia. I got pneumonia. I go, what? He goes, I got pneumonia. I said, you have pneumonia? He goes, yeah. I go, did you go to the doctor? He goes, yeah. I go, did they give you a test? He goes, nah, nah. I go, so wait a minute. I was with you on Thursday. He goes, yeah, yeah, you should you should self quarantine for. So now I'm back in quarantine again because that asshole. Start the clock. Start. The Why clock. did I kiss him? Why did, did I kiss him? Clock? Pneumonia is what's killing everybody from the Corona thing. That's I, I know. And, and I don't even know if he wants me. Well, he put it on. I don't care if, if 
I'm giving you all and it turned out he's got herpes, people. He's got herpes. <laughs> this is the coming out show for Richie. <laughs> I'm blinking because I'm crying because I probably got coronavirus from you, you piece of shit, Keegan. <laughs> So, uh, so Richie, I've been loving your dropping the mouse, by the way. He, oh, he thank write, you. He figured out how to write jokes on Facebook, which is amazing. <laughs> he figured out that he could write jokes online and people yes. can see it. So now he's writing a it, joke uh, a day. Good. And he, and he ends it with dropping the mouse. I like it. Mic drop, mouse drop. Same shit. Perfect. <laughs> So yeah, it's been going good. Thank you, Mark. I've been digging so Tom, it. we yep. talked about something today that uh, about you that a lot of civilians say to me, and I'll just I, I'm sure civilians say it to all comics, but you're one comic that I think other comics really go, how does he do that? A lot of the civilians will say, Man, how do you remember all that material to me? And in my head, I'm like, Yeah, I have five stories. So that's it. I start a story and I go. But you have that stream of conscious going. And do you ever do you ever worry that like do you ever think did I say this joke already? Oh yeah. Did I I mean it I'm must be that. really I've repeated a joke. And I know a couple yeah. comics who shall remain nameless that uh repeat jokes now so often that they've written lines into their acts to cover for when they repeat the joke. Like they realize <laughs> halfway through the setup that they already told the joke because the audience kind of giving them the puppy right. And yeah. then they'll say, oh yeah, you know, I like that joke so much, I thought I'd do it again. Or they'll say, um, that's yeah, well, yeah, that's whatever. They have some kind of tagline built in to cover for that. Uh, I don't have those lines built in yet because I don't have Alzheimer's yet. But you know, <laughs> when I was young, I smoked a lot. And so I, yeah, <laughs> I'm worried about the memory. And so I, I you know, I, I worry about that. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Just, you know, you and I, I've been at this for 35 years. You know, you, you, yeah. you, you now, do you go up, you remember it. Do you go up there with a specific idea of what jokes come and when, or do you just get up there and go? Well, you kind of have the arsenal from which to draw, and then you decide based on what you've seen before in the show. Whoever you know, if there was a comic mm -hmm. up before you saw what they got away with or what they couldn't get away with, and you know where the edge line is, and so you go up and you, and then if you engage the audience, and then they say something like, "Hey, what do you do?" and the guy says, "I'm in the computer business," then obviously you're going to do your computer chunk, or you're going to do your your other yeah. chunk. Because you did a great thing on America's Got Talent when you put up categories. Yeah. And let them pick. That was, dude, that was phenomenal. That was so great. You and I are comics. You know this. Rick and Anna, you know this. You, you know, you, you, first of all, they gave us two weeks off in the middle of the show that season for the mm -hmm. Olympics. They had the Olympics on NBC. So I had two weeks to go to every club multiple times a night and bring that cardboard with me and say, mm -hmm. here are the eight topics. Someone yell out a topic. And then that's how you just practice that. And so right. it's magic to the average person sitting at home. But we all know that you could, you know, if I said to you, do a joke about your family, boom, you could wrap yeah. like that. So right, right. But it was still, it was a great idea. It was a great concept to do you that. Know, I was at the Nantucket Comedy Festival right before I did that. And so there's all these comics there and I'm asking them, should I do this or shouldn't I do this? And half of them said, no way. Corey Kahaney said, no way, don't do it. 
A lot of them said, no, it'll be, you know, look like a trick and Howard Stern will eviscerate you in front of 20 million viewers. And then other comics are like, yeah, you got to try something different. You can't just keep going up and telling jokes. So right. I ended up doing that, but I was nervous. I thought that could either sink me or help me and knock wood. It, um, it served me well, but I mean, I was terrified to do it. Aren't those always the best scenarios when it's like, this was either going to kill me or yeah. it's going to win There's the no Super gray Bowl? area. This is going <laughs> to stick me or it's going to help me out. And it, it did the yeah. last one. I was very fortunate. Um, Greg, uh, uh, who's the wrestling guy from uh, Greg Warren? Greg to this Warren. day, every time he sees me, he comes up and he says, I'm so sorry. And I said, why? Because I told you not to do that when we were in there. Oh, really? not to do that. And he, he just made a joke out of it every time he sees me. But he was one of the few. He and Corey said, don't do it. Vic Henley said, don't do it. Kevin Flynn and a bunch of other guys are like, do it. Try something different. So, you know, you never know when you do that shit. It's throwing yeah. caution to the wind. And there you go. It's, we finally found the one time that Kevin Flynn knew what he was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, also, Tom, uh, you wrote a book. Yeah, I, I wrote a book. It's called uh, Plug Away. Yeah, that is. See, what happened, that, it's a perfect title for me because my kids are outside right now. Right. Michael Rappaport would be drop kicking them. Get <laughs> fucking kids in the house. In the fucking yeah, house. And bring them in the house. Grab your daughter by her little pubic case and get. <laughs> it's nine fucking p.m. Nine <laughs> fucking p.m. You know where your kids are? Where are they going to Jesus. And we have a really nice backyard. I, I can't stand them, them to have to stay in the house all day, so I lock them outside. Hold, so we do the podcast. Hold them off when they come in. Yeah, yeah, the yard's fine. The yard's fine. They can be in the yard. There's nobody can walk through our yard. we got fences up and all kinds of shit. Yeah, that's where I keep my fish. <laughs> I want to introduce someone, everybody. I lost Ladies it. and gentlemen, please welcome. Just say, just say hi to him. Hi. Just say hi. That's Carrie. Hi, Carrie. Hi, Carrie. Hi, Carrie. I, I haven't showered That's in 18 her. days. That's okay. We've only been in Corona lockdown for five. She doesn't want to. Self-quarantining and not showering. So. Yeah. <laughs> and we're almost out of toilet paper. We have some toilet paper that we're... Oh. <laughs> we're... And I don't, I don't hate the guy. A lot of people hate the guy. I don't despise him. I don't I don't hate him. I don't hate him. Mouth. He's a big mouth. I get it. But I'm not going to wipe my ass with the president of the United States. I don't, I don't think he's doing a horrible job with this either, regardless of what people say. Uh, yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, he got dealt a shitty hand. It's, uh, it's yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. 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 And I love the way he says, China. China. I'm hearing China. China. So Man. people love me. I don't have it yet, but everybody, Melania has it. I know she has it. <laughs> pussy smells like Hungarian goulash. <laughs> wow. Oh, sorry, that was wrong. That was inappropriate. Tom Cotter got blue and became a prop comic only like a 30 second span there. He had props. He was doing impressions. There he goes. Oh, yeah, he's got the. Uh... He showed us his wife and his mistress. Yeah. And um, in human, it ain't cheating. <laughs> yeah. Oh. This is great. What, what are you doing, Joel? Peace to you, too. Oh, God. It froze on that picture. He won't let me. 
What was Bye, that, Joe? I think he was offended by my. Uh... He's. <laughs> Joe's very um. Joe's very into sex dolls, and you 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 pissed him off. All right. Well, he might be back in five minutes then. <laughs> yeah, you just got him riled up. Here he comes, as Kevin Dunny Jr. would call him. He is a balloon fucker. Hey, let me say something while we're waiting for him to boot up. I do a lot of these, as we all do. I love the two of the best guys in the business. You guys are both really good dudes. You're both very funny. I love that you guys chose to get together and do this. Oh. Thank you. Thank you, man. A lot of guys do them individually, and it's great, but I like when there's a, a team of talented guys that get together and do it. Your producer is shitty, but you no, he's terrible. <laughs> know. Not here. But the talent is spectacular. I'm honored to be on, and I appreciate you guys having well, me. Well, it's an honor to have you on, brother. We, I we would rather have you in the studio. If I'm not doing this, I'm jerking off because you heard my wife. You can do both. We don't mind. <laughs> We've seen your act. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm a game stroker. I do it all the time. So I think it's funny that we lost Joel after all the shit he gives me. Yeah. <laughs> being attacked by a ficus, also, I think. You know what's funny, Joel? We lost Joel, and yet somehow he's more pertinent now than when he's on. <laughs> so, real quick though, Tom. So yeah. you. You, did you start in Rhode Island or did you start in Boston? Or I started start in Rhode Island. Island. I started in Providence. There was a little club called Periwinkles, and it has gone the way of the dinosaur. But, um, yeah, and there wasn't a lot. There weren't a lot of comics in Rhode Island. Didn't, um, Go ahead. Didn't Eddie Brill mention Periwinkles last night, Mark? I, don't I think, think he did. So. I thought yeah. he mentioned Periwinkles. It was a room. It was like a like a B room, but people whenever guys circulated through New England, they stopped in Providence and did it. Yeah, but when you start in Rhode Island, you either move an hour north to Boston or three hours south to New York. Right. I did both. I first went up and I'm glad I did because Boston at the time was phenomenal reading yeah. ground for Pedro. Yeah, it was. You know, Fitzsimmons and Rogan, and before me was Mark Marin and uh, Louis C.K., and then after me, Dane Cook, and I'm dropping names, but I'm making a point, Billy Burr, all yeah. those, and then right. the legends who were already there. And so when I came to New York, I felt like I was the cockiest guy in the world. I'm like, I'm out of Boston, dude. Boston is the place. And then someone humiliated me by rattling off the talent that came out of Long Island, and I was like, I yield. That's it. <laughs> for That's what funny. What the fuck is in the water? But holy shit, the guys, yeah. that are, I mean, Seinfeld and Romano and Eddie Murphy and Rodney Donald and, uh, and Richie Byrne. And uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm scratching the surface here. The amount of talent, <laughs> not Manhattan, but Long Island, cannot no, be duplicated anywhere in the country, maybe anywhere in the world forever. It's I just want to point out that's the first time ever Richie's name has been associated with stretching. I'm just <laughs> pointing that out. <laughs> Joel, Joel, are you back? We didn't I'm even back, notice. Baby. <laughs> we didn't know you were gone. <laughs> he, he told us, hey, I got to drop a number two, and then he did. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, in closing, uh, Tom, can you you want to plug some stuff, and then we should probably yeah. wrap up. We're at the uh... yeah, and we got to have him back first. Yeah. Got him. Um, I'm offended by the term plug because I got like ten thousand of them. 
So <laughs> let's not do that again. And second of all, uh, uh, yeah, I'm uh, well. There's nothing to plug because everything's fucking canceled. There's yeah. nothing. All my gigs. Buy his book. Buy his book. I was gonna say your book. Buy the book that's on Amazon. Unless you're a devout Muslim or a born again Christian, this is not the book for you. Quick story. I did Huckabee. You know he has that show on. on yeah. It's all born again Christians. It, oh, oh Jesus. I lost you. Oh shit. I don't know what happened. Uh, yeah. All right. There, my back. Good. I, so, I so I do the show, and unbeknownst to me, that he comes out with my book, and he says, "Buy Tom's book." I didn't bring the book; he got it somewhere, and he's like, "Buy the book." And I'm like, "That's not a good idea for your audience because this book is filthy, and his audience." <laughs> so he, because I, I was on right before Father's Day, and he's like, "It's called Bad Dad. It's a great Father's Day gift. Buy the book." And he thought he was doing me a favor. The hate mail I got after being on that show. <laughs> I swear to you, some woman sent me a video of her ripping the pages out individually. She was well, so you, angry that she bought the book uh, because it's filthy. So, but you should buy write another book because she'll buy it to do it again. I had to give two refunds and a bunch of apologies to these Christian <laughs> Bible numbers because they bought the goddamn book. But sure. anyway. Rich, you're gonna know this. I'm also at Tom Cotter Comic. That's Twitter and Instagram and uh, Facebook. I'm easy to find. And now I'm on TikTok for God knows what reason. I'm way too old to be doing that. But what the yeah. hell? Are you dancing on it? No, no. You don't want to see me dance, Richie. I'm Irish like you. It's ugly. <laughs> no arms, no legs. No, no arms. No. <laughs> was, it, was it Paul McCartney or John Lennon when they said they were burning their albums? They said, well, they have to buy them first, right? Go ahead. John, it was Lennon. That's was brilliant. Lennon. That is brilliant. <laughs> Tom, that's the thing. Go back on Huckabee. They have to buy the book to burn it. They want yes. me back, too. I'm assuming they got hate mail for having me on after they bought the book. But they just, I'm like, you idiots. You know, I bet. <laughs> doesn't matter. Oh, my God. Guys, uh, thank you again for tuning in. Yes. Uh, the numbers were pretty crazy looking. Um, it was awesome having Tom on. We're going to have you back. Thanks again for tuning in. Thank that you, Tom. Great. Thank you so much. Sorry to tell you. Drink them if you got them. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for having me, man. So, uh, subscribe to Soul Joel TV on YouTube, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you guys so much. Have a good You're night. A Last call. Thanks for listening to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling.